So in, again, Perik base pasuk Tazain, um, verse sixteen. Yeah. So we've been we've been discussing this new Yitzhahara that uh, that we're going to be addressing, which is the feminine Yitzhahara or the Yitzher Hataivani, uh, the seductive Yitzher. Yeah, so the two women that are seducing us in this Pasuk over here are the Isha Zara, the foreign woman, and the Nachria and the stranger. And um, so, so the Gon has already introduced us to the two parts of this Yetzir HaTaivani, which are Taiva and Hamda. Taiva is lust, straight up physical pleasure, very simple, you know, uh, a chimpanzee would opt for the same thing, right? I like to use chimpanzee because they look very much like humans, except in the face, we don't, they don't have a human face, but um, otherwise remarkably similar, right? Um, and uh, whereas, Hamda, right? I don't think any chimpanzee has ever been like, oh, that Versace suit, I, I have to have it, you know, like, you couldn't care less, like, yeah, just keep me warm and that's it, right? So they, they, they don't have, they're not going to have the Hamda, that's a, uh, that's, that's a, um, a human desire for the, yeah, the Rolex watch, the, uh, all that type of stuff, okay? So, now the goan is going to tie these two, taiva and hamda, lust and desire, into these two um, women, meaning obviously that it's being presented as, a, as an analogy of a woman, uh, to allude to these uh, two seducing powers. So here we go. Um, Okay, we're about halfway in. Vazesha Kosov and uh, about these two types of Yitzhara, these subcategories of, of, uh, of desiring. Um, the Gemorin Kagiga said, Gezel Varios Navsho Shal Odom Misave Umachmadosam. So, uh, thievery and uh, licentiousness is uh, are two things that the nefesh of a person really craves after. Shagezel, shayechimud. Gezel is what? Why? Why does a person steal something? Because I really wanna, I don't know, be, be, be rich. I wanna have this nice thing, whatever it is, right? So that's. Uh, it doesn't necessarily feel physically good, but it's somehow satisfying to have a wallet filled with money or to know that you have money in the bank account or, or whatever it is, right? So that's that's uh, that's desire. Shein bahen hanosa guf. There's nothing physically pleasurable about this. Ubearayos shaykh loshen taiva. Whereas in the um, Forbidden relations and licentiousness in 
in in that whole camp is that that has to do with lust. Shehi hanosaguf. That's actual physical pleasure to the to the body. Lachain amru misava umachmadasim. That's why there are these two the people uh, lust and they desire after these things. The lust is for the um, licentious behavior and the desire is for thievery. Okay. So now there's a there's going to be a big difference between how these two different people. If we think to ourselves for a minute, there's the there's the Baltaiva, the guy who just wants physical pleasure, right? So physical pleasure is like we said first of all fairly simple and straightforward, and you don't have to work all that much to get it, right? He's not going to be the workaholic, the nonstop, you know, the guy that's that's uh, working for 16 hours a day to figure out how to, I don't know, break into the central bank and steal $10 million, right? Like, that's not, that's not what this guy is doing, right? So the, the Baltaiva is a fairly simple person usually, and he just sits at home and... You know, have, use your imagination. Does does the things that feel good to his physical body, right? Whereas the Balchanda, he's the guy that he wants to walk in, you know, with you know, drive up in the limousine and with the with the beautiful you know woman to the Academy Awards and be where have his Rolex and you know whatever all that stuff, right? And he's gonna kill himself to get it. Right? So these are two very different... I mean, they both are desiring something. They're both after something that they think is a good thing. Unlike our Yetzer HaKa'asi. Which was what? Geffen? Yetzer HaKa'asi is the, the angry... The angry guy, right? The guy that, the, the, the guy that either speaks or attacks people directly. That's the Ra. Or Medabar Tafuchos, the guy that's... that's vengeful and getting people and you know that, that, that whole thing these, these guys they're after they, they want things that they think are actually good but two very different things okay uh, taiva and hamda the so again um, we talked about lustful also with the incongruence with anger before right how so that's what i'm trying to remember is it more lustful than just the physical so again, well, not, lust of the, the not yeah. with anger, but the, in. The, the, remember. So just the easy way to imagine it is the lust is the person. In fact, those guys tend to be kind of um, nice guys, right? Because he's just like all about deriving pleasure, and like he's happy for you to also derive right. pleasure. He's so just the Kendra is really worse because it's uh, or not worse, but. Uh, why? They're really trying to be bad. I mean, it's Hemda? deceitful. Yeah, no, no, no. Deceitful, that's back. You're back in. Again, remember, we got two that are four. Oh, two right, Yezaharas, right. each one subdivides into two more. 
the masculine Yetzirah or the angry Yetzirah, the Yetzirah Ka'asi, Ka'asi's anger. Right. So that was back there. In fact, if you recall, we said back then that the Gon actually says that the uh, the feminine Yetzirah is worse than the masculine one. Right, because the masculine one means to say the angry one. At least you very well understand that this is a negative thing. Right. Right. Whether you be openly angry at people or whether he's vengeful and uh, you know like uh, the Count of Monte Cristo, like right. we spoke last yeah, time. Yeah, right. Yeah. So either way, you know it's pretty clear the person's not going to be um, thinking, "Oh, this is really like the best way to live." Right. right. Whereas the the eights are Taivani which is this other category, the feminine, the one that's being represented by the woman, right, right. right? not that men don't have it, men for sure have it, right? right. It's being represented as a woman. One is represented as a man, the other is rep- represented as a woman. So this one also divides into the two, which is taiva and chamda. So lust and desire. Okay? So, v'zeha homemade dvorim she'ein behem hanoguf. So, Chemda is the desire for things that don't necessarily, don't have uh, concrete physical pleasure, you know, to the nerve endings that you can measure the nerve ending pleasure. And say, oh, right there, there. See, this, this is, right, so that's not, that's not Chemda. Ve'en, uh, ve'en, I think it's meant to be valized. Oh, actually. So again, so ve'eno shalev, ve'eno shaket. He's not, he does not. He's not tranquil, and he does not have peace. The the balchanda. Right? The this is this is going to be our classic workaholic, non-stop moving guy who's just after the money, after the after the fancy apartments, after the jet planes, right? Ella Rodev Tomid Achreim. He's constantly running after these things. Okay. Veilu veilu hashnei dvarim. In the Ten Commandments, both are alluded to. Okay? I'm actually going to skip this part because it's slightly technical, but the point is, he points out that in the commandment, not to, not to desire, it uses both language of lust and desire because there's these two different um, things the person has to be careful with. The, the, the two subcategories of the same Sahara. Okay, Venimsa says, I skipped about a sentence. Misavahu Hanoasa Guf Mahamish. So Taiva is physical pleasure of the body. Vechanda Mashain Bo Hanoasa Guf. And desire is something that does not have physical pleasure, but rather has some sort of an emotional satisfaction. Okay. Vizu hataiva nikris nachria. Here we go. Finally, so we said there were the two, the, these two women in our pasuk, the the isha zara, the woman, the foreign woman, and the nachria is the is the um, or, or the strange woman, I should say, and the foreigner. Right. So nachria means foreigner. Okay. So the taiva is called the nachria. The taiva is referred to here as the foreign woman. Ki hataivos enam ruuyos libnei Yisrael klaus. 
So first of all, he, he's translating and he'll say also that Nochri means a non-Jewish woman. Nochri. Right? Nochri is a term for uh, non-Jews, foreigners. So a non-Jewish woman is the, in this case, being used as a symbol for lust. So the goal explains why, because just like with lust, it's, there's no place for a Jewish person to be involved in anything that entails lust. Just like there's no place for a Jewish person to be engaging in relations with a non-Jewish woman. It's black and white, clear. Not allowed. Okay, so it is totally inappropriate for a Jewish person. Nochri is something that is really belongs to other nations. Asher lo mibne Yisrael heima. So it is not from the Jewish people. Aval nachnu am Hashem. We are Hashem's people. Ein ra'ui lonu leilech acher taivos olam hazeh klal uklal. There is never a justification, never a reason to go after lust, to go after the pursuit of physical pleasure in this world. What? Are they talking about? Taiva. Taiva, yeah, lost. Ulachain hidugmas bas kale nechar. Therefore, it's being represented as a daughter of a foreign god. It's to say a non Jewish woman. Sha'asr liga ba klal klal. It's forbidden to touch her in any way, shape, or form. Vehachemda, whereas desire. He nikres isha zara is called a uh, strange woman, stranger, a woman who is who is a stranger. Kia isha, I share mi bnei yisraeli. It's a Jewish woman. Muteres likach osal isha, and is permissible to marry her. Rak isha zara shalokach osa ish acher. So, but what does it mean? She's a strange woman, she's a stranger, means she's somebody else's wife. So here comes, a, so here's a fundamental difference between Taiva and Hamta. If you see a woman who's not Jewish, are you thinking to yourself, hey, maybe she could be my wife, maybe not? And there's no, there's not even a Havamina, there's no possibility whatsoever of her becoming yours. So just forget about it right away, right? Whereas if you see a nice Jewish lady, you're thinking, hey, maybe I could marry her. Then you notice she's wearing a wedding band on her finger. And you say, oh, no, sorry, off limits. Right, so you see, you see the difference? Mm-hmm. Here, theoretically, or let's say, and then maybe, I don't know, maybe six months later she gets divorced. Then maybe you could marry her, right? So, the, the, so there is a big difference between how we re- relate to taiva and chemda, right? So taiva means lust, chemda means desire. Is there ever room for a Jewish person to lust, to go after his lusts? He lusts for something, he goes for it. Says the Vilna Gaon, no, there's not. Is there room for a Jewish person to desire something? Says the Vilna Gaon, yes, there may be. Now, there may also not be. Right? That's one of the Ten Commandments is not to desire after things such as your neighbor's wife and your neighbor's house and your neighbor's donkey. Right? That's the, that's the Tenth Commandment. In the Ten Commandments, that's the tenth one, right? But the point is, 
theoretically, it could be appropriate to have a nice donkey. It could be appropriate to have a nice house. It could be appropriate to have a nice wife, right? But uh, so this, but this one specifically not. This is this one you shouldn't be having, right? Uh, so where is where is that? So those are that's the marshal, the uh, parable being used over here is the lust is being compared to a, um, a uh, a non-Jewish woman, a nachria, who is completely forbidden to you. Whereas chemda, the desire for uh, nice things is circumstantially forbidden to you. Forbidden to you in the particular situation that you're in. But not to say that it is absolutely categorically no room for it. To have nice things or whatever. So can we ask her for her phone number? If she's married? No. It stops there. No right. phone number, but she could get divorced. I might need it from that back pocket. So that actually is interesting. The, um, I mean, at what point the, the, is it? Because we're using the, this as the metaphor, The, the, right? the Chinuch says that even even that type of a thought, the desire to... to, to, to no, even the thinking, yeah. thinking about your neighbor's wife and desiring to have her that she should be your wife is a self-issue And it, it's come out in the Rambam as well. Okay. So, uh, so both of them are really, I mean, in this instance, using the, the, the what we're No, using. The, but the difference is that what we're saying is that if a person is engaging in lust, that's for sure wrong. If a person is wearing a Rolex, it may be right, it may be wrong. We would have to, we have to investigate further. For example, let's say he's a, let's say he's a businessman. I, I know I know right, person. I know person. He's a businessman, and he, he 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 had a normal car, a nice car. So he went out. He bought himself a, a, a very fancy car, and he said to me, "I'm I, I have zero interest in this thing. I'm buying this car because if I don't have a fancy car, my clients are going to think that I'm not I'm, that I'm not successful. They're not going to put money with me. Yeah. So so it means it's not necessarily that there's a problem with having a fancy car." Or a big house, yeah, yeah. It, now, it, it, it very well might be a problem if, if you see someone who does have these things. It very well might be a problem, but the point is there's room to investigate, right? Whereas a person who is lusting after physical pleasures, who is running after, uh, you know, uh, the tithes of olamazeh of, of physicality, engrossing himself, diving into lust. That is definitionally uh, incorrect. That's that's what the goal is saying. Is it? I mean, it also it just also makes sense from the perspective of desire is mythol- there's a mytho- like a mythology mythology behind it. You're thinking it through, whereas lust is instinctive, emotional, or reactive. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. I, mean, I think desire. You know, certain people. I just I struggle with the muscle because. It seems like the wires are getting crossed. I mean, the reason that you want that woman to be your wife, even though she's not available to you, is still a lustful... Not necessarily. Uh, let's say he... 
again, um, the the analogy we gave last week you, was. Uh, how about these two shouldn't even be thinking like this. These guys are brand new to new, this. New, They're new, green. Last week I gave last week I gave the analogy. Who's the guy? Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Is that? Is that Who's the guy? Yeah, that, Michael Douglas' his Michael, father, who's a uh, hundred years old. Right, and like, wait, no. Yeah, oh, even isn't him. himself? Isn't yeah, himself hundred years old? Yeah, he's eighty, right? Now. Right, and he's he, got a young girl. And he married like a right. Again, I don't know. I'm not even, but I would bet you ten to one that he there's there's almost no lust in that relationship. It's it's all him. I mean, he just wants to have a beautiful woman on his side. It makes him feel young. It makes him feel good. Whatever. It is. I mean to say, there's a lot that goes into <laughs> he the desire. Better. He dobbins better because he's got her on his side. There's a lot. There, there's a lot that are, that. I mean, uh, lost is a very base. It's a very base thing. It, you know, it's it's anything. Like I said, it's something that the chimpanzee would be interested in, right? So. You know, uh, anything, you know, the, the moment you start going like sign, you know, f- significantly higher than like McDonald's food and like other such things, you're probably like leaving. You know, think lost is you, you know, whatever it is, pounding tubs of ice cream or, you know, like just a guy just wants, to, I don't know, get a massage every day or what, something that just concretely feels good. The moment you're getting into, oh, but, you know, I don't know. This person has such good humor and wit, and, uh, and, and is so popular, and and whatever. That that's where you're getting into Hamdan. Right. So there's a lot. So they, and that, that's why the Vilna Gaon explains that in the Ten Commandments, both are mentioned as being Hamdan or Taifa. I mean, because a person might desire a woman because of lust, or a person might want a woman because of desire, because of uh, because of Hamdan. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, both exist within that relationship, um, and and in truth, is many things have crossover. For example, fancy food, fancy restaurant. So McDonald's is pretty straightforward. That's just Taiva, right? Um, some thousand dollar per plate French restaurant where you barely even getting any food on there. That's pretty much just Hamda, right? Like just some fancy, I don't know, whatever it is, why people go there, right? On the top of the some tallest building uh, in the world and there's it's spinning and whatever else, right? But it doesn't t- make the food taste any better, right? Like I'm still only getting like, you know, four ounces of meat over here, right? Um, okay, but, and then, but what about guys paying $50 every night for like a fancy steak? meal right so there's uh, it could be it's both you know there's both involved over there isn't that why the two are subdivisions of, of one yeah they're the same there is a crossover right okay why are we so referencing this part of the lust in the chemda on the female side so again female means the, the, the analogy we said is was that, again that, that uh, part of it the one the, the two Yetzaharas, one, the Yetzahara makes itself appealing to you. So who makes yourself makes yourself appealing to you? Is a woman. Right. Right now appealing in two different ways. Okay? Right. Either Hamdor type. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the male Yetzahara is like imagine like the the bad influence, the bad oh, right, friend, you know, like the yeah. tough guy, like, hey, let's go like slash those guys' tires. 
you know, like, you gonna take that from him? Go grab yeah. your baseball bat, you know, like, whatever, like, you know, that's, 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 that. that's yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 no, okay. No, yeah. That's okay. Good that's way to Kashi, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, Hein, Hamdus, Haparnosa, the moment, so the desire for a fancy profession, the desire for wealth, Eino Osir, Mikol Vakol. You, uh, to have a good profession, to be rich, it's not something, it, these are not things that are categorically forbidden. Because uh, certain instances, certain situations, it's perfectly fine. If it's something that's causing you to, I don't know, abandon your fundamental responsibilities to Hashem or to other human beings, or it's causing you to act incorrectly, or, or, or you're trying to take it from other people, you know, whatever it is, then it becomes forbidden. Right? But there's nothing fundamentally wrong about having a lot of money. Right? Uh, like that's what the Pesach says. Hashem will bless you in all of your in all of your deeds and all of your actions. You'll be very successful. So that's a fine thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Right? What's wrong with it is when it starts turning into a curse where, where the person can't control it, where it becomes an addiction, where a person starts stealing from other people, where a person becomes dishonest, the person is uh, shirking the responsibilities, is not, not, daven, not davening in minyan, not, uh, not helping other people, whatever, etc., etc. That's, that's when it becomes, she's a what? She's a Jewish woman. Yeah, she's a Jewish woman, but this is not a relationship you should be having, even though she's a Jewish woman. Yeah? However, it has to be done right, just like a Jewish woman. Yeah, but you have to marry, you have to make sure she's the right one. You have to marry her, to commit yourself to it. So too with these things. Has to be done with a muna. Has to be done in a faithful, honest way to become rich, right? Or to become, you know, a very influential person wants to become. That's okay, as long as you're doing it for the right reason. And you're doing it honestly. And, 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 and you're keeping Hashem with you. Then that's okay. But a person should not do disgusting, inappropriate things in his blind pursuit for these things. Not to even touch somebody else's money unless it's 100% yours. I don't want to touch it. You, you could become rich as long as you have a rule like this. I don't touch other people's money. Right? That means just like to touch somebody else's wife, right? You, you can have your own wife, but you have to have a rule. I only, I don't touch other people's wives. That's important. <laughs> uh, like, like, like the sages say, the very first question that a person is asked is, Nasata Vinatata Bemuna. Did you do business with, with faith? Were you a faithful business? Operator, right? That you were straight, you were honest. Lachain nikres hachamida isha zara. That's why uh, desire is called somebody else's wife. Chachamida mevia lachmod momon shel ish zar because it brings you to want other people's stuff. That's what desire. That's where. That's where desire leads. So as long as you keep it contained, as long as you keep it. Plugged into your own things, that that's fine. Okay, the zehu. Now we're going back into our pasuk. Let's read our pasuk. It's been it's been a little bit while since we saw the pasuk. 
Right, so the Pesach says, Lehatzilcha Me'isha Zara, Gavin translate, to, to have saved you, to save you, to save you, from a strange, no, from a, uh, yeah, yeah. strange woman means to save somebody else's wife, now we know it means, to, from a, from from a woman who is, who is somebody else's wife, right? And then the second half of the Pesach is, Minochria Amarecha Hechalika, from a, non-Jewish woman whose utterings are slippery or smooth smooth sayings smooth sayings smooth sayings smooth sayings glib here I know what that means okay uh, so so now the girl's gonna plug that back in Lahatzilcha I mean the Torah is gonna try to save you from this right to save you from somebody else's wife Zua Hamida from a non-Jewish woman that's the that's the lost her utterings are uh, slippery slide what is this uh, what is this acronym where like that which has been mentioned earlier because again lust presents itself as a good thing oh it's going to be so enjoyable I can't wait nobody ever says that about anger oh it's going to be so great I can't wait to get angry <laughs> right but taiva presents itself like that lust is very delicious to the palate very sweet to the palate. So through that, when he, when a person sees how enjoyable this is going to be, he is seduced to go after this seduction. I mean, uh, this is specifically uh, the again the the non-Jewish woman is the one that's saying this because you know, her palate is so smooth means to say it sounds so alluring, so pleasurable, because this is talking about lust. Person lusts very much for physical pleasure. That's why he's very easy to seduce. Hey, it's going to be so incredible, he's going to you know, enjoy it so much. That's why specifically the non-Jewish woman who is the representation of lust is the one that's represented as having these soothsaying, slippery sayings. Yeah? By the way, the Tzadok Cohen also does say that that's specifically why the with the with the Bnos Midian, with the non-Jewish women, specifically that's a... Uh, very much the embodiment of this Yetzirah of lust. I mean, in a very physical sense. I mean, besides using her as an analogy because she's totally forbidden to use black and white, clear as day, right? What I'm going to say, besides that, there is more lust in that relationship than there is with a Jewish woman. No, she says that that's the nature of 
non-Jewish women is that there's more lust in that relationship. That's true. Uh, more desirable. Yeah, but but uh, but when I say these are both forbidden, these are both forbidden. No, it's not. It's not about more. It's clearer than the other one. They're they're both. In fact, if anything, maybe Hemda destroys people's lives more than Taiva. Yeah, but uh, it, it, but just that Taiva is very clear that you shouldn't be doing this. Hemda is easier to be deceived to deceive yourself. That's that's the comparison. Not that one is more forbidden than the other. I will ask you a question. What's more forbidden? To have a relationship with a non-Jewish woman or to have a relationship with a married Jewish woman who is not your wife? Me, who is married to someone else, right? That was a lot more forbidden. Okay, but Rav says, nonetheless, there's more lust in the first. One. It's just a, just the nature, just the way that if you understand how the spiritual things are built, that's that's how it's built. Okay, Shehein, Chalaki Mishamen, her lips are slippery, more slippery than oil. Vinachrim, be and therefore since they're slippery they slip right into your ear they go right into your ears whereas uh, when it comes to desiring money your house or whatever it's not as easy to seduce someone into it Right, if you imagine someone seduce, oh, this incredible giant yacht, you're like, yeah, whatever. Maybe when you see it, you experience it, you're there, you might want it more yourself. Right? But somebody else to seduce a person into it, if anything, that's much more uh, the result of uh, uh, when it comes to lust. The ain't can die, So it, uh, it doesn't sound that incredible. Bad rabba. In fact, if you start describing someone, hey, do you want to become CEO of uh, Google? It's incredible. You get to work like 100 hours a day, uh, a week, and uh, you've got like the whole, everyone's trying to bring you down, and you got this crazy pressure. You want to do it? They're like, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll think about it, right? It's not something that, uh, that actually is that... Uh, is that obviously uh, luring? So that's why the Gon is explaining that our POSIC kind of seems off balance, not symmetrical. To save you from a Jewish woman who is married to someone else and implied to save you. From a non-Jewish woman with her, with her slippery sayings, with her, with her su- su- seductive speech. Well, how come with her we're saying seductive speech, but not with the first one? Answer is because lust is more tempting to a person than his desire. Now we ourselves, you know, end up the, the you know, desire is kind of with lust. Once you've had it, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm good until tomorrow. Right? Whereas with Hamda, every little bit that you get more, you actually start getting hooked. And you can't even explain why. Like, why in the world does somebody like playing chess for hours a day? I don't know. Like, it's so, so frustrating. And so, the anxiety is like crazy, right? Like, uh, 
but, uh, but but somehow or another it engages you, pulls you in. And anyway, so uh, that is hmm? video games. Right, video games. Nothing. It's not, nothing. There's nothing physically pleasurable about a video game, right? And yet, and like someone tells you, oh, you gotta try it out. What? Sure, sure, but uh, it's not a physical. It doesn't doesn't have the palate or other sensory experiences yet, as far as I know. I mean, maybe I'm sure I'm sure they're working on it frantically, right? But uh, but. Um, but but in, in but in the meantime, someone tells you, "Oh, this incredible game! It's like so," and you're like, eh, "No, I don't know." Most of those games are just building like resources, like little drones. Like it's management. It's the same as being CEO of Google, but just somehow. very stressful. People like spend like these hours, and like eventually you got like you hear about this guy who like died because he didn't go to the bathroom for like three days. And it's not like he's like getting it's like a pleasurable game or something. I'm sure he was just right. like managing armies. Well. Like that's how you get sucked into it. Yeah. Very that's a very that's it's a very good analogy. Gambling addiction. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, but sure. is it, it, it's wired to like trick your brain into thinking Again, we are agreeing that it is a problem. Right? What we're saying is that when you're trying to hook someone on right, right yeah. I mean casinos have a problem it's it's hard to get people hooked. Once I me, mean, once they get you in the doors, once they get you playing, once you're like a third or fourth, fifth time returning customer, then they start like setting their hooks into the guy, right? But initially, you know, like uh, you know, if a person is not right, right, why are they like always trying to get people in, right? And what are they? What do they use to get people in? Lust. <laughs> right? That's what's gonna get the guy in. Okay. Understand? Uh, then eventually, the, he can't even explain why necessarily, but he's got to He's got to play blackjack or whatever it is, right? So, but but if but if you're not into it, you look at you like, what are those guys doing? Why? What? Sitting at a table for hours. For hours on end, like burning through money. money. Here, have some more. That's <laughs> But again, but there's something there, and I guarantee you, like, if we were to, like, engage with it, right, probably... Right, every night it, it, the next it, month, like, Yeah. Yeah, let's go give it a try. <laughs> okay. Tuesday <laughs> nights. <laughs> we'll start with Tuesdays, and then we'll have Thursday. <laughs> okay, very good. All right. Shukriya, everybody.